Right, uh, Dibakata, first of all, I think it's very exciting uh, what you're doing and I love your, let's call it your social ethic that you want your community to also benefit from, from your growth. I think that's, that's a, a, a wonderful thing. Um, so let's talk about, you, you spoke about, about business culture and asked you what that meant by business culture. And really what I'm understanding by that is that you want it to be less of a farm and more a business that farms, you know, that does farming. Yes. In order for, for you to, to do that, um, it's important that you structure, you start off with how you structure the, the business. And I'm going to keep calling it a business. You have to structure the business like a business. And businesses are structured in departments. So I asked you who heads up sales? Me. Who does finance? Me. Who, who does marketing? Me. Who do, you know, it's all you. And when a business is small, then that is, that's how Racecorp started. You know, who did the sales? Me. Who wrote the content? Me. Who did that? Me. Uh, it was the same. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that as you start, but your aspiration is to be more than where you are now. And if you carry on like this, if you go to 12 and, and 20 and 30 em employees, you'll start to see that the business will start to crumble, actually. There'll be too many management points of failure, and, and the business will start to to actually deco decompose and become, you know, the fertilizer you can use back in the, in the, in the farm. So the average, you need to be, you have this magical number of around eight. And eight is, the, is, around, the, is around the maximum an, a number of people that a person can manage. Yeah? Okay. So now if you're saying you're 10 plus 14, you can manage it, but you're not going to be as good as if you manage just eight reports reporting into you. So the first thing I would do is start to build an orga uh, organogram or what they call a functional organogram to say, here's the, the sales and it's Dimakatsu is there. Here's the marketing, Dimakatsu is there. There's the finance, Dimakatsu, there's operations, there. And, so, and then you look at the structure and you see which one is the first one you're going to actually give away to somebody else to head that up. So it sounds like from a, your supervisor is your operations person, right? Yes. So it's, is it a, a lady? It's a lady. Yeah, so she, you'd put her name there and she would be the head of operations, Okay. right? Then you have to be thinking already now because if you get to 16 people that I'm giving you the trigger, mm -hmm. you should already give away a second thing. So it sounds like now that uh, uh, the finance, sales, something else is going to give you at the 16, 16 or so people, you're going to have to give, bring in another structural person into that or functional organogram. And you're holding all these in surrogacy because you are the surrogate, you're holding that, but you have to think which one am I going to give away. So it might be the finance, which sounds like that the finance will, uh, will be the next one. And I would suggest that it is the finance yes. because you want the pack house. Mm. And the pack house and the finance are connected. Yes. And the pack house and the, the uh, generational wealth are connected. Yes. So, so logically, I would then go for the finance. What you've done well now is find an accounting firm that gives you those finance. But now somebody now has to start looking after that. But how, how are you selling? So if I ask you the question now, just quickly, if you produce twice as much of fresh goods, would you sell them all? Yes. So, so demand isn't an issue. So that means, so I'm just testing mm. that sales isn't the issue. Mm. You've got that. You're holding sales, which yes. is great. Because even in Racecorp, I hold sales and marketing all reports to me. I hold that all the time. 
finance reports to somebody else, operations reports to, to somebody else. So finance now is the next, uh, the next thing that you need to give to somebody that you, that, uh, you can rely on. So now you, you push up the sales, you get the finance, you get the net profit at the bottom, and then you eventually you, with the finance person, goes to the bank and says, here's my financials, here's my trajectory, here's my profitability, lend me the money beforehand because you're still going to need working capital from the back house. Yes. It's not just a million to, to build it, yes. it's also the working capital. So you have to plan for that, for that now. The next thing to, to do just quickly is to set up those meetings and I was very happy to hear that you, you have those meetings and you have agendas on, on, on with, with those meetings. You have to have now a meeting with a finance person, a meeting with the operations person, and then there is about the task management, and that's your job. Is you mm -hmm. said you were going to do this, you didn't do this. Mm -hmm. You said you were going to do this, you didn't do Why? What? And you are there to enable that. Um, and then finally, in, in my last minute, is that I want to talk about creating strategic objectives. You see what, what I was doing earlier, I was saying, yes. there's, there's the pack house is the next big thing that we want to do. Then you need to say, what's the thing after that? Is it two pack houses? Is it an extension of the pack house? What is, what is our strategic objectives? And you have to map that in, in, into the future and say, in one year, I want to have this. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, I need to have that, that amount of sales. Then I'm going to do this. In order to do that, I'm going to have to do that. So you start building now the structure, and you know what's, how to sequence your structure in order to achieve that. You're in a very fortunate situation where demand isn't a problem. Most small businesses, demand is the problem. You've got a supply issue and you've got a, a, a capital issue, yes. both of which are overcomable. It's wonderful to, to see um, uh, wonderful entrepreneurs like you in our economy. And I wish you all the very, very best and hope that I gave you something to think about. Thank you, Alon. It was a very, very good uh, advice that I received from you. Thank you so much. Well, that's it uh, for, for the slot. Uh, up next is our series on how to build an FMCG brand. We have been talking about building your FMCG business, your FMCG brand with uh, Ryan Chef Lurie over the last couple of weeks. Um, Ryan, of course, is the founder of Namia Japan, which is a very high caffeine drink. And uh, today, uh, Ryan, first of all, welcome. Uh, I want to talk about routes to market because, you know, everyone talks about digital right now, but FMCGs normally are, are, are consumer goods, right? And those are generally purchased in, in a retail environment. And, but retail, there's various ways to get to a market that is not necessarily retail. It could be wholesale, could be other. Just talk to me about how you think about route to market. So route to market is... is is a very interesting topic and especially in FMCG as you've said. I think what entrepreneurs and what business owners tend to forget is how big is the actual market. So what's the size of the market? Um, what are the main brands in that market? What are the barriers to entry in that market? These are factors that people often forget and this helps dictate what route we're going to take. If you're going into a market where there are a number of competitors and players you know, is going the conventional route the right way to do it? And how difficult is it for someone else just to come along that's cheaper than you and that offers a, a quicker turnaround than you? So we've got to be conscious around 
around those factors. What's the size, who are the brands, who's competing in the space, um, and, and what are the barriers to entry? What I particularly enjoy about that, that, uh, that comment was the fact that if you are seeing that you've got a high competition, you need to be thinking quite creatively around finding other routes to market in that environment and not just try and compete head-on in terms of the same channel to market. That's it uh, for this insert. Uh, we'll be right back straight after this.